And we do have equities green still riding the wave from yesterday's big bullish bounce. Let's talk some more about it with Eric Whiteman joining us, senior wealth advisor and partner at XML Financial. Eric, quite a session yesterday, a record-breaking one by many standards, both in the rally for bonds and the rally in stocks. So could the worst of this bear market be past us? Well, that's a good question, isn't it? Um, I don't think you can have a conversation about the markets unless uh, we talk about inflation, which we saw yesterday, the numbers came out, uh, interest rates in the Fed. And, uh, you know, yesterday's release was, uh, and market reaction was pretty dramatic. Uh, the, the softness in the number came mainly from the falling cost of uh, used cars and trucks, medical care, uh, clothing, and airline fares we saw fall. And, you know, during that, uh, during the rally yesterday, I was sitting here and I was thinking to myself, aren't we supposed to not fight the Fed, right? Hmm. Isn't that what we've always been told? Don't fight the Fed. And over the last uh, year, the market has tried on several occasions to uh, guess when the Fed was going to stop raising rates when they were going to pivot, and on several occasions they've been wrong. And this may be a case of that occurring again. And um, I think it was clear from uh, Chairman Powell's comments last week uh, that we have more to go. And uh, it, it was clear because uh, they were saying basically that they'd rather overshoot than undershoot. They'd rather, uh, they think that dealing with a recession is going to be a whole lot easier than dealing with embedded inflation. And uh, I can uh, talk about that if we look at a, a, a chart of the sticky price, um, and that's from the uh, Atlanta Fed. And basically there's two lines on that chart and uh, there's one line that's much higher than the other line. And basically uh, the top line's probably around uh, 11%. There you go, it's the green line. You have, you have great folks working behind the scene there. We do. Uh, getting that up pretty quick. So you see that green line is, the, uh, is a basket of goods and services, the CPI that uh, changes rather quickly. And we saw that yesterday with the price of autos, uh, medical care, airline fares. So you see that's rolling over and it's coming down. But the problem's going to be when it gets to that bottom line, the blue line, that's what they call the sticky inflation. And those are things like uh, wages and rents um, that are gonna hold in there. Uh, when was the last time your landlord called you and said, Oliver, your rent's going down? You know, mm -hmm. you probably have a better chance of winning the Powerball <laughs> than getting that call. Um, so inflation will come down, but the Fed certainly has more work to do. You see that bottom line's hanging in there around 6%. So my best guess is that they continue to raise, maybe they get to 5.5% and you have a little bit more tightening from the Fed reducing the balance sheet. So I think we still have a way to, to go. I don't mm. think the Fed's in the in pivot mode or anything like that. Hmm. Um, like I said, the market's tried to game this a couple of times and, yep. and yeah, it hasn't worked out well for them. Um, and once inflation, that inflation conversation, we kind of move past that, 
I think the conversation moves to an earnings recession. Um, if you look and you strip out uh, energy earnings, well, we're already seeing an earnings recession. And for those people who, I'm a long-term value investor, so I'm looking for high quality companies when they're inexpensive, but this has certainly been a trader's market. And one of the tools that I've been using um, has been looking at the VIX as to when to add money and when to you know, maybe trim back on some positions. Mm. So the long-term average of the VIX is somewhere around 20, right? And I mentioned this uh, when I was on uh, the show here a couple of months ago, that I thought it was a great idea to start adding some positions when the VIX was over 30. Mm -hmm. And the yellow flag comes out when uh, we get to about 24. Okay, and we're I think close. It's probably, Almost yeah, there right now. That's exactly right. We're probably around 25, which leads me to believe that the market can continue higher from here. But again, I want to be cautious when the VIX hits 24 and the red flag comes out when it hits 20. So that's what I'm looking at. This has okay. worked pretty well over the last year, and it'll probably work until it doesn't, right? Sure. <laughs> um, and, and the next bull market is off and, and running, what have you. So well, the VIX has had a pretty reliable uh, uh, trend of higher lows, to your point. Right now, that higher yeah. low is around basically a 20-ish or so. So the, the red flag for buying stocks comes out when the VIX gets 20, yellow right now at 24. When you do uh, feel compelled to come into the market and, and buy, uh, Eric, when we were up at VIX uh, 30 plus, what does look like the style or the sector to dabble in? Yeah, great question, thanks. Well, uh, if you had asked me a couple of days ago, I would have said the market was slightly cheap. After yesterday's rally, I would say it's probably fairly valued, somewhere around 17 times forward earnings. Um, I think there are four groups that uh, are trading at a premium to that, the staples, healthcare, uh, the utilities, and the tech names. Um, the ones that are trading at a discount have been the materials, communications, financials, and energy stocks. So. Uh, what I like right now, the sectors that I like are uh, the financials, and that's just because they've had they've been absolutely terrible here uh, for the last six months, right? Um, so I think uh, they will rebound at some point, and I'm picking up a decent dividend while I wait. Uh, I like the energy names. Um, I hate to predict the price of oil because I've seen a lot of people go broke trying to do that. Um, but I think the price of oil uh, can still rise from here for a number of reasons, um, mostly coming from the supply side, not the demand side. So I do like the energy stocks. I like the industrial stocks. Um, I think the uh, U.S. industrial sector is in the middle of a boom, and I think that's fueled by uh, the onshoring of supply chains, automation, uh, and favorable government policy. So. I think you have this trifecta of positives that are helping the sector um, defy gravity of a, of a slowing economy. And most of the companies that I follow when I listen to their uh, conference calls, uh, they sound pretty optimistic about their outlook for earnings and uh, they seem pretty robust and, and resilient. Uh, one area I'm not sold on right now are the tech stocks. Okay. 
And I think uh, what you're seeing uh, yesterday was what's great. I do own some. I just wouldn't be adding here. Okay. Um, they've certainly got helped out by the dollar yesterday because, as you know, the sector gets uh, the vast majority of their earnings from overseas. Right. But the, as a group, the large cap techs still trade at quite a premium to the rest of the market. And yes, they do deserve a premium, but probably not as much, not sure or at least is. in my opinion, not as much as what they're getting now. Okay. Um, what I think the issue is, or, or how some investors are thinking, are uh, big cap tech stock trading at $100, right? So right. they look and see what all the analysts are saying, and they have price targets of 200 on it. <laughs> Yeah, it's still pretty far behind. So, Living in last year's yeah, market. Well, Eric, we got to jump. We got the bell coming. Uh, sorry to cut you, you off. Uh, very helpful for us. Love the specifics here on the sectors you're going for. And I love the VIX uh, uh, tool that you're using here. Yellow flag until we get down to 20, then it turns red. Thanks a lot, Eric. Appreciate it, sir. Thanks for having me on. Happy Veterans Day. Absolutely. Same to you. Appreciate that. Eric Weidman, Senior Wealth Advisor and Partner, XML Financial Group.